Welcome back, you guys. This is Nairi with McKenna. And we're back for our third episode of Scrub Club Podcast. Sorry for the the long hiatus there. <laughs> we uh, we had round two of midterms, and I know last time we talked about round one of midterms, but uh, round two came in hard. <laughs> <laughs> round two. Whew. Um, okay, so it was three in one week. It was Tuesday was chemistry, Wednesday was calculus, and Thursday was biology, and to be honest, that sounds, that was as horrible as it sounds, actually. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Horrible. But we're going to try to keep this one light because <laughs> <laughs> we went back and listened to the, <laughs> the other second. one about midterms and we realized we sounded a little depressed. It was a little negative. It was on the negative, negative side. We're going to keep this positive. To be honest, I feel like our studying technique is like, is really improving. Um, I don't yours know. Yours is great. <laughs> no, yours is good too. Okay, so we both came to the conclusion that studying at home, like when you're at home, you become lazy. Yeah. You're like, let me go to sleep. Let me grab water. Like, I procrastinate at home. So, like, I'll take a 20 minute yeah, nap, which yeah. turns into a 40 minute yeah, nap. Yeah, I'll play with my means, cat. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, we kind of came, we found like the cafe that would be open the latest around us, and we would just come from home from school, go straight there, study until like 11, 11.30, yep. go to sleep. No, I'd come home, study a little more, go to sleep, wake up super early, like 6 a.m., get... So I did, I basically didn't like experience life for like three days. Okay. Yeah, no, it was a rough three days, but we're out of it. We're on Thanksgiving done, break. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we get to breathe a little bit yeah. for a minute at least. Yeah, I know, for a quick second. Um, So we're going to come back for final exam, and oh my God, it's the end of the semester. I know, <laughs> but that's weird to think like you're already done with the first semester. Like it seems so much in the beginning and you're like, wow, I'm like, I'm here, you know, yeah, where's and I know there's still a lot more to go, but oh, yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit. So, you know, next year, I mean, for pre-med requirements, you have to take a year of pretty much all these general classes. So we'll be pr- probably taking the same things next year. I did sign up for ballet in case anyone <laughs> was interested. Um, a lot of the science, a lot of science people I know are actually taking that class. And I thought that was really funny. It's really funny. Because no one just, no one wants to do science anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. We'll be studying for our chem midterms during morning ballet class, I guess, next semester. That'll be fun. Maybe. It'll be great. Maybe it'll be good. <laughs> so yeah, on top of that... Um, I'm now studying for the NREMT, which I take tomorrow. So, And what that is, it's like the national test to get your EMT certification. So after you finish the class, you have to go to a testing center and take this test, and you have to pass it in order to like get your license and yeah. everything in order for you to start working. Yeah, that's your national license. And then, McKenna, you have more experience in this than me, but you, then you have to get your like state cards because each state has a different kind of scope of practice. Mm-hmm. So California is pretty limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get your state and then your county. Anyway, there's a bunch of paperwork yeah. involved. But the main thing is is passing that test. Yeah. So. Then you're a working, practicing EMT. So um, I that tomorrow. just gave her my flashcards. Uh, there's about 150 <laughs> of them. I was extremely grateful. <laughs> and those are what I uh, studied a lot before mine. Yeah. I don't know. Um, for anyone who has taken it or is going to take it, the questions are um, not what you would normally expect, to be honest. Yeah, they're pretty weird, but you're going to do great. And yeah, you're very thank smart you. Thank and you. you're fine. You're going to do <laughs> well, so thank good. Thank you. I'm used to taking tests by now anyway, so like yeah. I don't know how hard it can be. Nothing's harder than bio midterms. No, so. it's not harder. It's no. just weirder. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Um, so that's coming up tomorrow. Um, I know McKenna now just recently did a night shift. She's been on the night shift at the hospital. Yeah, so that's been fun. Um, I've been working and going to school and... 
yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's all that was, you know, that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> so what do you like? Do you like the night shift more or do you like the day shift? Or... I think I do like nights actually. Yeah. Um, at 4am, I'm so tired. I kind of want to, I kind of hit a wall at 4am, but then regain my energy. Like everyone at 4am. So it's like a collective. Yeah. yeah. The From wall. three to four, I want to go home. And then <laughs> wow. after four, like 30, I like get my second bound, like okay. my second, second wind. I, is it hard to stay awake? Or cause, I no, mean, do you constantly just, have things to do? Yeah. Or you're just tired. I think if you just sat there, like if all of a sudden it, there was nobody there and you were just sitting there, then yeah, you'd fall asleep. Yeah. But You're not in an emergency room. No, because there's so many people and yeah. there's so many things to do that you never really run out of things to do. You're never just sitting there being like, mm. yeah. And if you are, you're sitting there for one minute doing yeah. that and then something comes up. Um, but I did sit in the break room for my lunch hour uh, or my lunch half hour, or whatever, at three in the morning. You know, when you take a lunch break. <laughs> oh, normal. And I was gonna casual, fall casual in there because the lights were kind of off. Um, it, they were dim. Oh, yeah. I would have been a goner. There's a leather couch with like your. <laughs> I would have just gone to like a dark trauma bay no, and I cuddled <laughs> up in the in the sheets. No, so the break room is uh, like there's a couch and like there's a footrest oh. up on the couch, like a leather. I, that, that would, I would be done. Yeah, I was kind of cuddled up. Like I, I had an alarm set on my phone in case I fell asleep. <laughs> um, smart. Yeah, smart. So I took a good little twenty minute nap. Um, that's good. That's just what I that, had to do. You know. Oh, twenty minute nap. I'm surprised I would not have woken up, actually. Mm. I guess you have to. I guess you have to. You kind of have, <laughs> have to. Plus, there's people kind of coming, because they'll take their break. Like, that's kind of a yeah. common time to take a break. Okay. I have a quick question. Do you guys use pagers? You have phones. Okay. They upgraded? Yeah, they you upgraded. Have you, have a, you pick up a phone at the beginning of your shift. Okay. And so... You like be in with the room and like, or you'll be in with the patient. And you like hear the phone ringing, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and then you answer it. And somehow I had somebody <laughs> a few nights ago, kind of somebody who's like difficult, like they weren't like the easiest person to be around. And um, I answered the phone, and they looked at me and they're like, "That's so rude that you just answered your phone." I was like, I, "This is not. <laughs> it's like, this not isn't my it's, iPhone. It's not a personal call. <laughs> no, like, this is this is like the nurse calling, <laughs> telling me to do something." This is the head of nurses. Uh, actually, this is the dean of medicine. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like. It's you like, wanna you wanna say hi? Yeah, I was like, this isn't like me just picking up the phone, like hey, like hey, how's your day going? <laughs> At four a.m. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. I know, but I kind of laughed. I was like, why would I be? I would not answer my personal phone. And they don't. They're not like iPhones. Like they don't look. They look like yeah. No. Whatever. Oh, okay. Really? Do they? But I don't even know. Like they, they don't are. look like the standard. Well, they're not an iPhone. Okay. They're kind of weird. I don't know what they are. Whatever. But. I just thought it was I guess funny. that guy was grumpy at 4 a.m. too. I guess everyone was. But... Yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, why would I, why would I answer my personal phone? That's true. And why would I answer it so <laughs> politely? You know? Like, hi, what can I do for you? Yeah. Not, oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then immediately. That was either the president sure, I'll get on right the phone, on. some like yeah. high, high a politician or the dean of medicine. <laughs> so going on, you guys. So the other day on our Instagram, um, it's at Scrub Club Podcast. If you want to just go ahead and give that a follow. Um, get updates on upcoming episodes, questions, things we're going to talk about. So the other day we had posted thoughts about using artificial intelligence in the medical field. I mean, that is growing for sure, especially nowadays with advances in technology. So we got a few answers back and then we're going to kind of talk about it, have a little discussion. So someone said, if it reduces healthcare costs, and I'm 100% for it. You know, true, I can relate to that. I mean, things are, you know, Things are expensive, but then I feel like AI would be more expensive. expensive. Yeah. Like I don't think that's cheap. I don't think that it would necessarily cut down. Yeah, I don't think that I would don't cut know, costs. I, I, I don't have know. To research that specifically more. 
I don't know. I feel I like, like, I mean, it could be good in the long run. Like, if you buy, like, you know, you get, like, let's yeah. say a new super expensive MRI machine or, like, hyperbaric chamber. Like, it's an investment. Maybe it'll pay off. But, like, everyday expensive. usage of, a, of AI, that could be expensive. So. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that'll help or hurt finances, but um, medical care is pretty expensive in general. So, yeah. um, so someone else said they don't trust it at all, but they can recognize its amazing uses. I can, that's I can fair. level with that. That's, that's I can fair, level I guess. with that. I don't know if I would trust it hundred percent to be honest. I mean, on some things I would. I some don't things. Know. I think that a person is more valuable than any kind of machine. Seriously, the, mach- the people make the machine, so I think it helps like advance what people can do, but not. Like it's, I feel like it's good, like for assistance. Like I wouldn't want to have yeah. like this machine, like perform no. this operation. You know, I mean, like people now use like lasers for eye surgery. Like I heard something. I don't know exactly a lot about it. I should have looked into it before we were recording this. <laughs> whatever. Um, just thought of it now, and it was saying that. So you know that there's like surgeries where like the surgeon isn't directly touching the patient, like they're like the Da Vinci or whatever, where they're using like like the, arthroscopic. I know that there's, like, a surgical system slash, like, machine or whatever called the Da Vinci, and basically it, the surgeon is not directly touching the patient. Like, there's, like, it's kind of like a robot, or it, it almost mm-hmm. kind of functions like a video game. Yeah. It's not, but, so there's, like, they go through small incisions, and the surgeon's, like, a few feet away. Okay. And they're at a cart, basically. They have, like, hand remote control type yeah. things. And okay. they're moving their hands, but the, not on the patient. The, like, robot they, thing is doing They're controlling the machine. And I was reading about how they were saying that maybe they could do this in a way where the surgeon isn't even there. Like, they're – so if they needed some oh my specialty God. surgeon, that there could be a surgeon in the room. Yeah. That is there if something went ha- if something oh. went wrong. Oh. But if, like, you needed this specialty surgery, but you live in Philadelphia and your yeah. doctor's in California and you can't fly out and do it, that there could be a way that, like, they're looking at everything just like if you were looking yeah. at that cart on the side cart. So, like, what, like, via Skype or, like, a well, like, video so call? Well, the way that, like, I think the Da Vinci works is, like, there's a car, like, you're basically, like, the surgeon's at, like, a side cart using the yeah. controllers or using the handheld, like, wrist instruments that bend and rotate. Um, and it can bend and rotate more than, like, your human hand okay. can, so that's why it can like get... Like, smaller areas. Yeah, and, and it can do more It's minimally than, invasive, too. Like, they only go through a small little Exactly, incision. but they're not even looking at the patient. Yeah. They're looking at what's in front of them on, like, the screen. Yeah. Would you trust so, that? No, I don't know. I that's don't what know. I'm saying. I don't know. But, so basically, they're kind of... They're in the room with the patient, yeah. but they're really not. They're they're looking at the screen, and they're okay. looking at everything, so why couldn't Recovery's you be Recovery's better, in for sure, because it's minimally, minimally invasive. invasive. But they yeah. were saying, like, why couldn't... If they're just looking at the screen, yeah, like they're in the room. The but couldn't you, you be do. in like? Couldn't they be doing yeah. it from oh. New York? Because you oh, get the like same the view, like yeah. Far the, away. Oh, so you the know person you could. And then they were saying like, have a surgeon there in case something went wrong. Yeah, obviously, because then they're, they're, they're just gonna like throw the yeah. patient alone <laughs> in the room and do it while your surgeon's in like yeah, New I York. But I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, so they're trying to figure out. That's really right. interesting. Figure it out. But I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Uh, I would honestly, I guess it just comes back to like another point I wanted to bring up is like, okay, let's say that messes up. Then who do you blame? Like, let's say there's a malfunction. Oh, yeah. Like, like, do you blame the Then what surgeon? happens? Like, do you blame the surgeon, the manufacturer of the machine, like the hospital because they brought this machine? Do you blame the nurse, the scrub? I mean, who do you, like, you can't blame the machine. Like, then what? I mean, like, I don't know. So I feel like there's so many questions with AI that like, yeah. There's, there's so there's much liability yeah. in everything. I mean, obviously, I like we can big... recognize, like, the great uses of it. Yeah. 
No, right? I know. No, I was reading about that and I was like, that's kind of cool, but kind of horrifying. No, it is. It is. No, I mean, technology nowadays is insane. I've also heard something that you can, they're trying to do like video calling with your doctor, like in case, like you said, someone's like super far away. You're like, oh, yeah. Like you know what cycle. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of But weird. it's not that, I mean, maybe that's better, but like, it's not the same. For like, some things, I think being it's okay. But... There, like giving a physical exam. Again, like you said, it depends, I guess, on it's a case to case thing. For sure. Yeah. So also on the Instagram, we had also posted um, about what medical specialty interests you guys the most. So there was like a, like a big myriad of responses. I thought it was really cool. So one person said surgery. I admire surgeons and their incredible work. Right there with you. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I love surgery. I am looking to do that in the future, specifically probably orthopedic trauma. But I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, it, I, I admire them a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone said neuro. It's really cool and seems interesting. Yeah, I mean, if there if you have a neurosurgeon like Derek, then I'm <laughs> Derek Shepard. I'm right there with you too. <laughs> um, yeah, neuro, very cool. Um, cardiology, cardiology. I like cardio. Yeah. I think that that'd be very cool. Yeah, I could see myself if I didn't be if I weren't in emergency medicine. I could see myself in cardio. Yeah, I mean, one of the most important organs of the body for sure. <laughs> Someone said, "How long does it take for a baby goat to deliver?" That was the response. Um, yeah, that was the response. <laughs> of goats. Yeah. The vet. Technically the vet. So I'll find a vet for you and I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I think um, <laughs> I think they did research and it said it takes about 12 hours and it depends on oh, like how long is labor or go in pregnancy. Yeah. So um, oh. just like a human, it depends on, you know, different factors. So whoever. Mm-hmm. However, we're not giving medical advice. So if yeah, you have a I don't pregnant know. goat, you should take it to a vet. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that, we're not certified in that. Yeah, so if your goat's been in labor for more than 12 hours, maybe, <laughs> 12 hours. maybe take Hopefully them to the Hopefully before vet. then, you would contact your vet. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you just let Pre-natal your Prenatal care for your, do you for do your goat? Is that I don't a, know. I, don't I have know. no idea. I'm sure you do. Maybe if you had one goat, I doubt the goat farmers. You're going to have to, we're going to do research. We'll yeah. let you know. We'll get back to you. Okay, someone else said psychiatry. That's really cool. I remember for the longest time, I didn't know the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist. No, I obviously do. Psychiatrists can prescribe medicine. They have an MD, whereas I believe psychologists are more like PhD than psychology. I think so, yeah. Um, but I'm sure that, you know, it's relatively the same field. It's, you know, having to do with the mind. Um, psychiatrists see, like, the craziest. I always thought that was really cool how your mind can, like, I, I feel like schizophrenia. I'd be like, I, I don't know what I mean. Yeah, it's kind of weird when you yeah. know someone's like, because it's their own like personal hallucination, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I don't know what they're saying. Well, a lot of people just think they're trying that you're trying to kill them. Oh, really? That's not like I often, they know that often, that's not often. People are like you're trying to kill me. Don't touch me. You're gonna kill me. You're gonna do this. Really? You're gonna kill me. And you're, and it's really hard to be like I. It's hard to convince someone yeah, otherwise. Of course, I mean they're they're when that's them what one is thing. in their head. Wow. So next, someone said psychology. Okay, having to do what we just said. Um, definitely, it is a medical specialty. Next is obstetrics. Like, object, like gynecology, like OBGYN, like yeah, we said, like giving, babies. like delivering babies. A very happy field, I have to say. It could be stressful though. Like if something happens to the, you know, the newborn, I would be. Yeah, I don't my think toes. it's. I don't think it's the field for me, but I respect. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, you actually, if anyone is interested in becoming an EMT or paramedic, you have to learn how to deliver a baby, and you use this like very like, like very unclean bottom-of-the-line mannequin, push whatever the placenta out. It gets a little awkward when you're with your male partner. I don't know. It was, a, it was an interesting move. Um, next is orthopedic surgery. Yeah. 
this person read my mind. <laughs> it was you. This is it, it was me, you guys. <laughs> was it me? I don't know. It probably oh, was. <laughs> uh, I throw that in anywhere. Honestly, I love the new Ortho Residence and Surgeons on Grey's Anatomy, the new season, if anyone's up to date on that. So yeah, that was um, what you guys had responded. So with Thanksgiving around the corner, just like how we talked about like with Halloween in our last episode, or the traditional Thanksgiving food is turkey, as you know, that's a given. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to give you guys some fast facts on turkeys and the health benefits of turkey and what we, you know, actually eat every Thanksgiving. Um, is it good for us? We shall see. And there's a turkey on the table at my house yeah. because everyone else eats turkey, but um, I have nothing. You know, yeah, no. vegetarian, of course. Yeah, so that. my brother makes Thanksgiving dinner. He cooks me my own stuffing um, in the slow cooker. So lastly, on fast facts about turkeys, uh, we want to talk about its nutrition. So according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture and National Nutrient Database, three ounces or 85 grams of a non-enhanced roasted turkey breast contains 135 calories, 3.26 grams of fat, Zero grams of carb. Really? Zero grams of carb? No, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, no. Meat. No, it is a meat. More protein. And yeah, yeah fatty. It said 24.70 grams of protein. Yeah, for sure. So that was our, um, you know, turkey fats. Stay healthy this Thanksgiving. I'm actually doing a turkey trot this Thanksgiving. This is the first for me. Uh, if you pass out while running the turkey trot, you can whip on over to the hospital because I am working. Oh, goody. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh, do they do like a cute thing at the hospital then? I'm, I think they have Thanksgiving dinner. I'm sure a lot of people will bring food. Bring I should that's probably so cute, bring though. something. Um, there'll be food. It'll okay. be jolly. That's a cute. That, that's a cute. I feel like it's people a cute scenario. Will people will be jolly. Um, <laughs> um, so. so I think this year, I feel like you're, this is going to be the sequence of events. This year I'll be running the turkey trot and then probably next year I'll be like working as a medical team. I'll be like, nope, tap out. I'll just go to the gym. It's a 5k. So that's about yeah, three and a half miles. On an average day at work, my pedometer tells me that I, I walk around six to seven miles. So Oh my God. So That's incredible. Yeah, so in twelve and a half hours you walk six to seven miles. Um and that's your cardio right there. Yeah. So I'll be walking the turkey trot slowly but surely all day long. <laughs> in a span of a night shift. In, twelve hours. Yeah. Actually no, I'm working day shift. Oh, okay. Yep, seven AM. So bright and early all oh. day on Thanksgiving. Ooh. I'm probably going straight to the mall, and I'm gonna go Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday. Friday. Oh, hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna do. That's a good Thanksgiving to me, to be honest. That's I a, know. Sounds like a good. I might be kind of tired. Well, anyways, you guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy um, Thanksgiving. We'll have be a good back break to soon. everyone. Yes, we shall be back soon. Hopefully before final exams. Um, yeah, we'll be back before finals. Yeah, and we might take a little hiatus <laughs> again. We're pre med uh, students, okay? Everyone, anyone who's going through it knows. Yeah, you get it. Don't judge us. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was great again to talk with you guys and catch us on our Instagram at Scrub Club Podcast. Again, this is Nairi with McKenna. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.